The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the New Nasty Boys. I'm your co-host this morning, afternoon, evening, whenever the fuck you decide to listen to this Billy DeVore. And sitting across from me, as always, is... Oh, Lee Michael Kimbrell. How's it going, everybody? Nasty boys and girls across the whole wide world. How you doing? They're good! They're doing good, man. I like that uh, that freestyled fuck you just did there. I cha- tried to you change fuck. it up. Fuck! Fuck! Yeah, I, st- I, I liked it a lot, man. Thanks, man. I, uh, I mean... If I were to put odds on how much you liked it, I'd say three to one. Three to one odds that I like it above a ten. Yeah. Yeah, I'm very into it. You're super into it. Yeah, those are good odds. I'd put money on that. I would too. And I don't know <laughs> how I don't know about you guys, but for me, a game is ten times more exciting when I'm putting my money on it. Sometimes I have a gut feeling about a matchup and sometimes I'm betting on my team because they're my fucking team. That's right. Regardless whether you've been betting for years or you're ready to play for the first time, my bookie is the best bet this season. If you're the kind of guy who likes to bet a little to win a lot, try a parlay. For instance, if you have a couple of the big favorites this week, parlays are perfect because they let you bet multiple games together for a much bigger payout. So, if you're going to bet this season, do the smart thing and go to mybookie.ag because no one gives you more ways to win. Don't be a dummy. Don't. Come on. Fucking do it if you really want to support your team this season. Don't just sit on the sidelines. Get in the game with mybookie.ag. And if you join right now, mybookie will double your first deposit. Use promo code CHAIR Chair. to activate the offer. That's promo code CHAIR Chair. to double your cash. Visit mybookie.ag. You play. You win. You, you get, get paid, paid, baby. Sign. MyBookie.AmirGarrett, son. Amir Garrett. Go and hit it. <laughs> hit Go and it. hit it, baby. And Thank you, MyBookie. We love you as always. Do you ever have problems hitting it? I've never had a problem hitting it, but uh, you know what? Those days might be around the corner. I'm about to turn 30 years old here shortly. I'm with you. There are some signs of ailment. Luckily, um, I don't have to think back. Do you remember? Okay, we can still get boners pretty well, but do you remember when we were like 17, 18, 19, 20 years old when it was just constant? A gentle breeze would give me a stiff erection. You were just always ready to go? Mm. Well, now you can relive those glory days of nonstop constant bonage. (laughs) And increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, nasty boys. BlueChew.com. That's like the color blue and like the color of my deep, sweet eyes ladies look into as I'm having sex with them. You know what I'm talking about? Dude, I know exactly what you're talking about. Look at these pretty (laughs) fucking pools. (laughs) Pools, baby. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. So you know they work, baby. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach, we're talking morning boners, nighttime boners, after, afternoon, lunchtime delight boners. You can eat and get a hard on, whatever you do. They're chewable. You pop them in your mouth, and they work twice as fast as a pill because they're chewable. Yep. So you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises. And baby, if you listen to this podcast, it's going to be arising a lot. You know what I'm talking about? Ooh, yeah. If you could benefit from extra function and more confidence where it counts, and who couldn't, Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. 
Uh, it's prescribed online and it ships straight to your door in a discreet package. So there's no in-person doctor visits and there's no waiting in a pharmacy. And with those both taken out of the equation, what is eliminated, sweet bill? Awkwardness. Awkwardness, man. You're waiting in a line. You're sitting around. People are getting their <laughs> antibiotics for a chest cold, and you're sitting there trying to get your Viagra. <laughs> Viagra. Sh- no, thank you. Viagra, man. It should not be uh, you know, frowned upon, but it is. But with Blue Chew, it just gets sent straight to your door. It looks like a pack of fucking vitamins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. doesn't matter. They're made in the United States of goddamn America. And, sen- and since Blue Chew prepares and ships directly, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. So, oh, excuse me, baby. <laughs> We've got a special offer for our listeners. If you go to bluechew.com, you get your first shipment for free. Free. When you use the promo code armchair, you just got to pay. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Here it is. You just got to pay $5 shipping and you get a bunch of, uh, you get some Blue Chew pills for free. Just use promo code armchair. armchair. Again, that's bluechew.com, B-L-U-E, chew.com. Promo code one more time, armchair. armchair. And you get to try it free. Blue Chew is a better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast, and we love you, Blue Chew. Yep. What's your slogan? As, uh, what is it? Uh, yeah, uh, pop that chewable, make your dick doable, there baby. It is. Come on now. Our pills may be soft, but your dick won't be after eating. Come it. on. It's like a starburst for your penis. <laughs> hey, babe, check this out. I'm going to unwrap my Blue Chew in my mouth. <laughs> How hot is that? That's actually kind of hot. Dude, that That's is like bad. that is something that happens in every retirement home. Mm-hmm. He just puts the whole bottle of Viags in his mouth. <laughs> he's just twisted on his cheek. Viagra, dude. He's twisted. He's got it jammed against his fucking cheek, and he's licking the fucking bottle like it's yeah, a hamster wheel. He's got like, a, he's <laughs> got a whole lot more a uh, whole lot more room in there. He took his dentures out. <laughs> Yeah, so it's just all gums and pills, baby, ready to go. He's taking about his dentures, and he's actually doing tongue exercises, getting ready to eat some old bees. Mouth kegels. Ma- meagles. Meagles. Donna meagles. Hell yeah, dude. We both were on point with our references. Would you have to say in the retirement home community, which we know now is actually very sexually promiscuous. Love that. So they're probably blue-chewing down. We can only oh, hope. Oh, yeah, and they are throwing money around... Betting the fucking farm on the money they've made over the years. It might not uh, be a big deal in the, uh, you know, old person community, but what do you think the pubes like look like there in the nursing home? Probably like an old withered tree. Yeah, probably like gnarly. the only part of their body that still has hair. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, and then big, those, heavy, heavy bushes. Yeah, and those thick ass nose hairs that twist around. That are just gross. Two times a year, their daughter comes into town, visits them, yeah. and like attacks them with a pair of kitchen shears. <laughs> She's like, you look like a haunted forest. Yeah. Dad, you got to get all of your hair together. I don't know why I'm looking at your bush, but it's too big. And your nose hairs looks like some Hansel and Gretel will get lost in. I know you're 85, but you should really look into Manscaped. Manscaped. Manscaped, baby. We love you, Manscaped. As you know, they sponsor our pod, and me and Billy have very tamed bush. Also, you might be 85, but you want to get to 69 and come on. That's fucking right, baby. And nobody wants to do a dual oral sex 69 (laughs) session if there's unwieldy pews. Flying all over Ugh, the place. You got like a, like the back end of a sponge hitting the your roof of your mouth. And we've seen the roof of your mouth. The roof of your mouth. <laughs> we'll talk about it. Uh, we've seen uh, Australia has been ravaged by wildfires. Why? Yeah. 
Untamed bush. Untamed bush. <laughs> An untamed bush out there in the outback. If they had hit up manscaped.com and yeah. gotten the lawnmower 2.0 or the yeah. crop preserver or the ball toner or yeah. what say you, maybe their whole continent wouldn't be burning down yeah. to the ground. Take care of your out front. Take care of the out front so that the outback doesn't <laughs> burn down to the ground. We are fucking killing the manscape reef. Yeah, Riffin, baby. Dude. Eating it up. I have, so we're, we'll talk about it in length more, but I'm getting ready to leave for the weekend for some comedy. Comedy. And what is in my bag? Oh, in my travel bag, I have my manscaped dock kit. Hell yeah. Inside of it, the plow for my face. Yes, looks so good. Get that close, close shave. Real tight. The lawnmower 2.0 for my nuts. Hell yeah. I'm in a hotel. You're definitely going to be thinking, where are you going to shave, Billy? On top of my bed. Yeah. Open up the pillowcase. Shave right in for the next person. <laughs> it doesn't matter. No. Leave it on the ground. Put it in the case. Yeah. Whatever you want to do, man. I'll make it a trail going to my bed yeah, like it's a romantic. Out, spell, out it, spell it out like thank you in your pubes. <laughs> my pubes. Thanks for cleaning in well, a $5 bill. <laughs> well, I'm leaving a trail like it's a romantic getaway. Like the pedals leading all the way to the bed. Yeah. No, and then it's, it's just going to be a pile of your seam. Yeah. It's going to be. It's going to be the trail all the way to just to come mountain. Yeah, baby. I fucking love that. Hotel life, man. That's exciting. Dude, two weeks in a row. Yeah, that's so awesome. That's how I roll. But you should roll the lawnmower 2.0 on your balls. <laughs> Across your scrotum. Dude, you don't even need to tug down like you're trying to shave a bat wing. Yeah, exactly. You're just running it over like you're just driving over those things on the highway that are supposed to keep you awake on the side yeah. of the road. Just bump done. You normally try to, you know, uh, take a trimmer to your scrotum. It's like yeah. trying to vacuum cleaner a wet towel. <laughs> you just can't do it. It's getting sucked up. Something's getting cut up. Something's getting burned. You know so what I'm saying? Hard. You and you are making a divot. It's so true. Uh, my roommate Andrew Rudick, he just got the he just got the lawnmower. 2. He did it. Yeah, he did it. Yeah, Puzzle Buddies podcast. Subscribe to that too. Yeah, but uh, he it's completely changed his life. Really? That motherfucker, he has been using a haggard old blade on his twig and berries for a long time. And yeah, I mean, he's a sexually promiscuous sexual deviant. And uh, he needs it. He needs the love. So thank you, Lawnmower, for keeping all the pubes in my life nice and tight. And get 20% off in free shipping when you use the promo code CHAIR. Chair. Yes, CHAIR, baby. So yeah, visit my bookie. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Manscaped. Go to Manscaped. Go to both of them. Go to BlueChew.com. Yeah. Like we say before, get you, uh, make you some money off a parlay, get you a boner with some nice pubes. Perfect night. And the nasty boy way. That is all so me nasty. Billy, all me and Billy do is win bets, get boners, and have a nice pubis. God damn. Could you ask for anything else in life? It's called the new nasty boys, but we're the new clean boys, baby. New clean, smooth. Clean and tight. Horny. Wealthy. Wealthy. All of the above. We're all of it. We're lucky. doing great. All that, baby. So lucky. Yeah, man. I feel like we live pretty charmed lives, man. How has yours been? It's been great, man. I uh, So last weekend, I was in Port Clinton, Ohio, right next to... Uh, Putin Bay. Yeah, just right up there next to the lake. Right, you know, which is tor- typically tourist time during the summer, yeah. winter. Got to meet the locals, hang out, be like, "Yeah, we hate them." I'm like, "I get it." And uh, yeah, I'm sure that uh, I'm sure that the locals were happy to have 
something there in the off season. It was great. People came out and it was yeah. good. Well, there was it was supposed to snow a lot more, so they went from forty two reservations down to twenty four. Yeah, and they showed up. Yeah, and the people who were there for the show had a great fucking time. Good. That's all you can ask. Um, the bar was attached to the hotel we were in. Killer. And the hotel was great, and uh, they were super welcoming. It was nice. It didn't look like they hosted an orgy on the third floor. <laughs> but it did. It did. Because I started it. I started the orgy. <laughs> and <laughs> That was so funny. Um, but the place was called, the bar we were at was called Mr. Ed's. Mm. And their slogan is, after two, nobody's ugly. And that's like their tagline for their bar. Yeah. So that bar is tight, full of blue chew. Tons of blue chew. Yeah, people are in there getting it. But dude, they had just remodeled it, and it looked amazing. Like it actually looked great. Yeah. And I was shocked. And like walked in, there was like a ground floor where we were. There was a big, nice stage with a great lighting system. Yeah, I saw it on Instagram. It looked good. The upstairs dude was like. A mini Dave and Buster's. They no had Papa shit. Shot, air hockey table, foosball table. Fun. It was great. And uh, Holmes went up, did a killer job hosting the show. John Holmes, friend of the pod. Friend of the dear friend of the pod in life, our fellow comrade. And then I went up, had a humdinger of a set until there was a table on the other side. So there was like a row of. There was, like, stairs breaking up the room, and on the other side, there was a table of 25 people there for, like, a 10-year-old's birthday party, and I'm getting into my Applebee's joke, and all of a sudden, I'm like, my laughs are dying. What is happening? And I look over, and I see that they are just starting to get loud, and they're talking. I'm like, okay, this is where it goes downhill. I finish. It didn't finish the way I wanted to, but 95% of it... Good set. It was great. Yeah. I was like, wow. I was thoroughly surprised, and it went great. And then, I mean, if it went bad, I would tell you. There's, yeah. there's, you've, everyone's heard how bad it can be. For yeah, me. right, exactly. So I don't, I don't normally give myself <laughs> yeah. too much of a pat on the back. Yeah, for sure, but you had a heater. I had a heater. And then, um, and then Ricky went up, and this girl won a stuffed animal in the claw machine. So she started running around and dancing with it, and the whole table started clapping and cheering for the kid. While Ricky's on stage. And it has to do this for 45 minutes. God. So I'm like, oh, and he snaps and he goes, I wish I was 10 and running around with a stuffed animal and go, look at me, look at me while someone's up here trying to entertain other people. (laughs) Someone remind this girl that life is going to suck. (laughs) She'll look back on this and wish she had to do so little. It's a good riff. To get that much attention. How did that take? Some of them liked it. Yeah, yeah. So, like, the most of the people who were watching the show enjoyed it and, like, liked it. And then they kept getting on board. But I told them after the show, the, they, the manager came up who booked us. She's like, you guys were great. I was so excited to have you. We own ten other bars in Putin bay And we would love to have you guys during season and come and do a run. That would be awesome. So Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Hell do three yeah. shows and then drive back and do, like, during the day. I don't know. Be on the beach in at the lake Fuck and yeah, fucking dude. have a good old time making money telling jokes dicking around during the yeah. day dicking around dicking a daiquiri you that, know dicking a daiquiri right in your little mouth mm, that's that all you can ask for that sounds like a great success so it was great that was Port Clinton Columbus Blue yeah I had a real bad one Ohio 
Yeah, Woodlands Tavern. They didn't promote the show. Yeah. Until three o'clock. Oh yeah, you that told day. me about that. And uh, I went up, and Wycuff brought everybody except yeah. for like three people that was or four people. They were Ricky's cousin, cousin and cousin's family, or his wife's cousin's family. Whatever, how it all works, it doesn't really matter. So. I go up, and there's Zach's family, Christian. They brought a youth pastor and, like, his wife. Yeah. And so I go up, and I'm like, I'm going to talk about pornography for four minutes. <laughs> and how do you think that went? Pretty pretty quiet. Yeah, and they really loved the abortion aspect. Yeah. There were three people <laughs> who laughed really hard. You know? Comedy fucking rules, man. It's the best. We just put ourselves in the most compromising, shitty situation sometimes. I know. You're just like, yeah, well, I... I'm going to do this. I'm not going to not do... Exactly. I'm going to do the joke. Yeah. This is the joke I want to tell tonight. This is what's on the page. I'm getting reps. If you don't like it, that's fine, because I went up tonight, and I had it down. Yeah. And I did it last night, and I had it down. I heard three points was good tonight. There were, like, people there. It was awesome. Yeah, that's We good. had, like, 18 people there. And so, like, it was good. And it was a really good time, and we're switching it to just be showcases. So good. no more live podcasts. It was a pain in the ass to book. And uh, I ran out of friends who were going to do it. So yeah. I'm like, well, I don't want to reach out to other people and be like, no, what's a you good You want to come and do this? Uh, it could be hard. Yeah. We haven't had people already. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, you know, so we're doing that. But it was good tonight. And then um, Madelona Martin killed it. That's what I heard. It was, it was me, Blake, Sam. She was from Arkansas. Walsh. Sam Walsh is from Columbus, and then Holmes, I threw him up for five. He did okay. Uh, it was, like, the, Sam, she was funny, but the crowd wasn't on her side after um, eight minutes, after, you know, in a minute ten. Yeah. And so he had to go up, and he picked the show back up. Like, you know, he arced it back and brought it from, like, you know, not doing well to when he was done, they were back warmed up. Yeah. Um, and then, oh, fuck, what is his name? Another guy from Columbus who was great. Uh, he was really funny. And then uh, Madelona Martin killed it. And Steph Bright from Arkansas, which I've known There's her for a Steph minute. Bright. I have never heard of her. Yeah, she was. She did a really good job. She was super funny. And uh, she had her pussy chapstick. Yeah. Which is such good merch. Yeah, hell yeah. So, um, but yeah, man. And talk to everybody after the show. Some people found us like, oh, we just found it on Facebook. It's not like a fun thing to do. I'm like, well, please come back. Yeah. And they're like, we'll be definitely come. be back. So there is an organic, there is an audience coming and seeing this stuff. And they're definitely It is so out. wild. It seems so fruitless, like promoting shit through Facebook and social media, but then in the podcast and everything. But then every, you know, if you get like three or four people every other show, they're like, oh, I just saw it on Facebook. Thought it'd be, a f I thought I saw it on City Beat. Thought it'd be a fun thing. Well, then it's working. Yeah, that's you know, then like that's the goal. It's a slow fucking race, but like yeah. people got to start doing it a little bit before they start doing it a lot of bit. Exactly. You know, and I mean the bombs away stuff is really taken off. It's great. It's like a thing that people do in Cincinnati when they're bored. Yeah, they're like, oh, I'm gonna go see. A oh yeah, bombs away. Yeah, I'm gonna go see a good comedy show. Damn the fucking rules, dude. I got a. Com I don't know if this. I think I, I'm taking this as a compliment because I had a I had a I, I had a heater again tonight, and it shouldn't have been. But I was just loose and having fun, and I had my shit down, my new shit, where I'm, like, excited to keep telling it. And um, so this lady, I talked to her after the show, and she goes, yeah, I'm from Franklin or whatever, or Frankfurt. 
she knew Mike Fields and Jeremiah. No way. Yeah, I was like, those are the boys. Well, dude, Mike Fields and Jeremiah have built a monster in Lexington. Yeah, they I have. I just went and did their show at Pivot mm. last night. They it put, they put 60 people in that room. There was standing room only. I gotta it get was, back. It was wild, dude. They've got it like sponsored by Mike's uh, contracting company. Yeah. So they've got enough money to like pay the comics decent money. Like the headliner makes good money, and then there were three features. We each got like thirty five bucks. Dude, good money. That's great. And then they pass a jar around, but then like they're just cold. Like it was really fucking dope. There were a bunch of people there, and they were all there on purpose. It's like a room in the back. People go back there with some intention. Yeah. It was really an awesome well, show. Well, separate, which that's so great. They need to get smaller tables so they can fit more people in. Or no tables at all. For sure. And I told him that. You know, we talked about that when I came down and hung out with you. Oh, yeah. Which was so much fun. That was a blast. That was great. I love that <coughs> when I stayed with you, you guys have the outdoor fa- outdoor pets. Yeah, we got the raccoons, man. You got to meet them. I got to meet them. They're and wonderful. And then Molly, my mom, put something on Facebook and tagged you in it the next <laughs> She's day. She's like, your buddies miss you. That was so funny, man. It was great. That was so awesome. Oh, dude, the look on your face when you saw a fucking big-ass raccoon. Dude, they, these raccoons, they like come up. They're not shy. They walk yeah. up on their back fucking legs to my back door, this big window, and they just put their little hands up on the glass and are like, hey, come on, Mike, <laughs> Mike. bring me some fucking meatloaf or whatever yeah. they're giving <laughs> Give them. Give me the leftovers. Yeah, for real. It's so fucking awesome, man. No, but that was a blast. Last night in Lexington was a lot of fun. Yeah. It was a good show. It was me, Colette, uh, which by the way, this is, you know, whatever, we'll talk, future guest, Kelly Colette, she does the... Uh, she, like, is the MC for the opening of the Hall of Fame every summer. Oh, I didn't know like that. Like, when they open it back up and it's like they have, like, a big event, she MCs it. What? We were talking about it on the way down to Lexington. I was like, bitch, you got to come on the podcast. Yeah, we've been saying it. Yeah, because, you know, we are uh, we might be some Hall of Fame boys eventually. Who knows? Uh, we'll see what happens. But... Yeah, I mean, that's so rad. And Matt Alana Martin closed that one out. Alana Martin closed it out. It was me, Colette, and Helensky. And then Mike Fields hosted it. Oh, Helensky smoked him, right? Helensky's so good, man. I love his act. If Yeah, he's so funny. Just so unique. You never know what you're going to get. Yeah, it's different every time. He's just such a bizarre, truly unique, bizarre mm-hmm. individual. It's like he plans it, but it's also cool to watch because it's like... Let me see what sticks. And it's constantly him throwing shit at a wall in the most high compliment, so you'll see complimentary him. way exactly. I can put that. So then you'll see him have rough sets for two months, and then after two months, you'll see him do 15 where every line rips, and it's because of what you just said. Right. Every set, he throws so much up there against the wall that, you know, if 50% of it takes, he had a good set. Yeah. But then he takes the 50% that works and add it to another 50% of a fucking halfway show. You know what I'm saying? No, his, his act is fun. To, it's fun to watch. It was just a good show. It was, yeah. And it came on the tail end of a bunch of good shows. How was Omaha? Omaha, Nebraska. In my heart forever. Really? Yeah, such a fun show. An impressive city. A bigger city than I thought. Definitely bigger than Cincinnati. It's, it's a college town, right? Yeah, yeah. There's Omaha, Nebraska... And then Lincoln, uh, Omaha, Nebraska, uh, Lincoln is where the Cornhuskers play. That's it. But that's like 35 minutes away. Right. So it's a huge Cornhusker town. And then there's a couple like smaller universities throughout, uh, colleges and stuff. Like, it's just a big city. And there's so much money there. Oh, yeah. Warren Buffett. 
Yeah. Lives there. Yeah. F- yeah. Warren Buffett, richest man in America. I mean, I guess it makes sense why he lives there. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's a nice place to live. Sometimes yes. it's like if you have money, you can live wherever you want and make it amazing. Yeah. I mean, I was there and it was like full-blown Nebraska. Like it was colder than hell. Yeah. The morning I rolled into town, it was like negative four degrees. Yikes. It was so cold. And uh, yeah, Thursday through Sunday, all the shows were great. The club is run by like this comedy mm-hmm. legend named Colleen. Yeah. Who has booked that club and worked in comedy for like 30 plus years. Whoa. And her stories, her Rolodex stories are just so crazy. I mean, she's like, she's man- she manages Larry the Cable Guy. Still. Still. And Larry the Cable Guy lives in Lincoln, Nebraska. Jesus. It's worth $95 million. And he, she runs, she books him out. She books him out, and like, she's like the dawn of comedy in the middle of the country. She was a Whoa. bad bitch. She was very intimidating, very sweet, like real grandma energy, but also like real grandma energy in the sense that you would never disrespect her. Of course. Or cross her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so she was an impressive person, and the trickle down effect from that just, the staff was great. They really appreciated comedy and like sat there and watched my set, watched Pete's set. Now, was it like a typical funny bone where it's too big? It didn't look like it. No, it wasn't. No, it was a good little tight room, lower ceilings. It's not like any funny bones that we work at. It's an older building. It's been there for like twenty years. That's all that you need. Yeah, no, it's just the 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 bones of the room were were great. Probably like I don't know twenty foot ceilings. That's fine. Like, you know, it's not like eight-foot ceilings like Go Bananas where you walk in and it's like, where's this unfinished basement where I'm hearing jokes? (laughs) Well, it looks it's starting to look like a finished basement. Yes, it is. It looks beautiful up there at the club. But, no, Omaha was just so great. I uh, really enjoyed it. The condo that they gave the features, give the features is like, the nicest apartment I've ever stayed in. Now, you had touch lamps. Yeah, the touch lamps. What a fucking technology. They seem so overdone and unnecessary until you're laying in bed and you got everything set up and mm-hmm. all you got to do is just flop your hand over Instead there. of like going and fiddling and like around. getting up and holding yourself up by your elbow and figuring it out and like, Ugh. oh, wrong side. And then you got to, no, you just <laughs> fucking smack it. And, so, and then and hopefully not break it. Yeah, exactly. I was smacking the hell out of it. It was fun. Question. Answer. Did you turn it on with your dick? Uh, I turned. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I did. Yeah, I did. Flaccid, you know, just for fun, just yeah, by yeah. myself in there. Get yeah. hop out the shower. It's a little dark, and just smack. <laughs> just smack it. You smack it. Yeah, just give it an all, dude. That's so funny that you just said that because I really did. Yeah, so I knew you yeah, would. I really, of course, I did. Yeah, I would. Not? If any male says I wouldn't do that, you're fucking lying. You're lying. Yeah, exactly. You're, you're lying, or you're very sexually frustrated. I will. I will put my dick on anything. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, especially in a space that I don't live in. Yeah, of course, dude. All the time. Do you think? Wait, you, you think that you're sitting somewhere where my dick hasn't grazed Do or you, rested? Yeah. Are you under the impression, Lee, that you're sitting on a couch that I haven't been on fully naked? Oh, I mean. There isn't, I don't think, a crevice anymore that I haven't sat on. No, I mean, by God, you've been here for, what, three months? Longer, yeah, I think. Five. Five, yeah. Five months. Yeah, it's been it's been uh, billy-iced, for sure. Yeah, this place has been uh, christened, we, baptized in the juice. Yeah, all the good juices. Hell yeah, man. I wouldn't even, uh, I'd watch out of the warehouse at work. Yee damn hot, yeah, yeah. maybe. That desk I used to have, oh boy. 
Yeah. No, it's All fine. Over. Work's fine. I don't come at work. Well, I had planned on Omaha was Thursday through Sunday, and then I had planned on Monday, Kansas City, Tuesday, St. Louis, yeah. Wednesday, Lexington, and then back up to Cincinnati, what should have been yesterday. And uh, I, I still did the Lexington show, but I drove through the night 11 hours to get back to our beloved hub. Oh. Yeah, yeah, no, you know, typically not what we do on the podcast, but, you know, it's kind of impossible to not. It's such a bring-down situation. Uh, yeah, the Hub family was devastated by a premature, unexpected death. A, yo- a young guy, Mike Bold. Ruled. Just fucking ruled. He, uh, everyone felt like he was their friend, even if he wasn't. Yeah. He, he was- would tell you that he was. He was just kind. He was such a sweet little asshole. Yeah, he was a sweet little asshole, and he was uh, uh, conniving in the best way. Yeah. He always had like a mischievous smile on his face. He sat down at the end of the bar every fucking Monday at our yeah. open mic. Always sarcastic, and if he wasn't rolling his eyes at you, then he actually didn't like you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, for sure. So yeah. He, uh, yeah, he passed away in his sleep, you know, and uh, we had a little benefit it was really a wake. Yeah, I mean, I went to the wake in the afternoon, and that was rough. But then the wake at the hub, it was a family dinner. That's what Lindsay called it, and yeah. it was, and it truly was. We were I mean, there. They got it catered. They had pasta and everything. I mean, yeah. there were so many people there mourning the loss of their very, very close friend on top of another loss that our community just took with PJ, PJ Newman. Newman. Uh, ran Boomtown down there, and uh, dude, he worked at every fucking bar in this neighborhood. Yeah, and it wasn't like he would get fired and then be like, "Oh, I'm gonna hop." To-. He would choose to hop around and learn so much that he could from this from the industry that it was like it, he knew he was planning something. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like he yeah. was scheming. He and wanted then, to figure out how to make the perfect downtown Cincinnati venue, and he did. I mean, he yeah. did with Boomtown. I mean, it's something that's so different from everything else. And has its own unique flair. It has such a vibe in there, yeah? Great vibe. Yeah, and the food is just kick-ass. I mean, Christian Gill murders the game. Food Food Network champ. I know. When I, You all should get hip to him, if you aren't, but... Uh, if you're in Cincinnati, go to Boomtown Biscuits. Do it! Go to Boomtown Biscuits. They it's are, right down here next to Billy's Place. It's yep. so fucking good. It rules. And, like... I was thinking about this today when I was at Three Points. Like, that whole little stretch in Pendleton, everything there rules. Yeah. Urbana Cafe kicks ass. Their coffee's great. They have homemade Pop-Tarts that are delectable. (laughs) Uh, You've got Three Points, killer beer, um, an awesome space, a different type of brewery uh, that, like, you don't really see with it's such an artsy space with... Lights that change color with... It's cool. It's downtown. It's got some flair. It's not worried yeah. about, like... Local artists make all of the art, and they display it on TVs that yeah. are, like, awkward. They're weirdly placed throughout. It's cool. And then the ice cream spot across the street, it's soft serve and edible cookie dough with its own flavor, like, of, of style and what they do. You've got Nation. Killer fucking burgers. Home and, of Mike Bold. Uh, home of the home of the boy. And Allison. Yeah. Dear, dear, dear friend of the pod. Yeah. And life. And they not only have killer burgers, they have probably the most underrated sandwich in the city with their fried bologna sandwich. Oh, yeah. And one of the best kick-ass bottomless brunches. Then across the street from that, you've got Boomtown. And then across the street from that, you have Lucius Q. 
Some of the most unique barbecue. really does rip. Yeah, yeah, some of the most unique barbecue in the goddamn city. Yeah, it's so There's good. Eli's, who's the king, but then you have adjacent Lucius Q with some awesome Yeah, Lucius Q is really good. And ribs and smoked sausage, and it's so fucking good. They have a killer Taco Tuesday. Yeah. With smoked brisket. Get the fuck out of here. That stretch Rules, yeah, man. And we were devastated yeah, by the loss. That stretch is filled with really vibrant people doing cool stuff for our city. And Mike and PJ aren't with us anymore, and it is gutting. Yeah, and it will continue to be that way for a while. But you know, all you can do is just carry on on the hub. The hub yeah. on Monday was really a special thing. Yeah, there were people. You were on stage when you were on stage. There were. 60 people in the room. Yeah. You were having a good set, getting laughs, good comedy set. Simultaneously, someone's 10 feet away from you, scream crying into somebody's chest. Yeah. I mean, it was a really cathartic, heavy fucking night. Yeah. And uh, it was just special, man. Yeah. I mean, we both had our moments, too, on stage where we, like, we talked about Mike and, like, let the moment take us and understand the situation we you both... were really good up there man you 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 ripped for four minutes and then you know said some kind words at the end and got a little verklempt but kept it tight and you know it was good could i be honest with you yeah. as soon as i got off stage i moved someone and went into the bathroom and cried my eyes out. yeah i believe it because it was it. i was like breathing heavy and i was like oh and it was the first time that i was like really crying about it like it, i had had some welled up moments and stuff but like that's when it hit me when i was like he's not gonna be here i'm not gonna see him at the end of the bar like i normally do yeah and i talked about him i'm not gonna see him all all the time like when he comes and i ask him to come to a show or he would ask me he'd be there and so i he was at the fucking album recording yeah that meant a lot and he was saying he was joking i forgot to mention this part that he was gonna close nation and make everyone go yeah and I, that's when I went to the bathroom and I lost it. And then I looked up and I saw a picture of that they had just redone the bathroom of Costanza yeah. eating trash out of the gar- eating <laughs> food out of the garbage can. And I was like, okay, okay, I, we're good. The hub, is, the hub rules. Hub's the best. Yeah, it, forever and always, long live the hub. Uh, long live Mike, long live PJ. It was uh, quite the night. It was cool. And it was cool that you drove back. That meant a lot to a lot of people. Yeah, I feel I couldn't have not... Uh, you know, had to be there, man. The hub is ours, yeah. baby. It's our home, man. I, yeah. I feel such a kinship towards that place and the people at the bar. They're all the best. Yeah. They're yeah. all the best humans. I mean, shit, we had two of them on, and we're going to have another guy that's always there on. Yeah, baby, Stevie. He was supposed to be on, but, like, you know, I was like, oh, we got to do a quick one because um, I'm leaving at 6 in the morning. And it's late, and we got started late. I came but, down from no, Banana. you're fine. And all this. you know what? I don't... Honestly, care because I'll be in the car and I'll sleep a little bit, and and we're just catching up, man, and get I, back to it, work. Yeah, it's just good talking to you, dude. I'm so happy that you're gonna go on the road, go make some Me money, too. get Me some stage time, Thank baby. You. It's exciting. Yeah, and uh, I also looked at the calendar for our little project, and I got a thing we got to figure out. So yeah, well, we'll talk about that at another time. Let's it's discuss. all locked in. Yeah, baby, it's really cool, and you guys are gonna love it. I promise. If very you don't fun love project. It, well, yeah, a lot of content. You'll be like, oh, look at the nasty boys go. That's look cool. How do they get on the road and why? Yeah. You'll see. Love of the game, bitch. Um, so, yeah, we got some cool shit fucking happening. <laughs> yeah, because our lives 
rule. Do they do fucking rule? They rule. Sometimes you, sometimes you gotta rule. sit back and relax. You're undoing the belt? Hell yeah. yeah. Guess what? My belt is down two notches. Ah, Bill, I can't believe we didn't open up with it. Guys, you can't see him. Billy looks noticeably different. We talked about it on the pod two weeks ago, man. Billy, I mean, fuck a scale. But yeah. if you had to guess, I'd say you're down 12, 15 pounds. I sure hope so. Yeah, man, you look really good. The T-shirt fits different. It looks like you're wearing a different size T-shirt. Yeah, finally. Yeah, and, uh, it's huge. tits. Your tits, baby. I saw, I saw them drop a little bit, and I was like, oh. They're they're good. They're going away. I'm, they're sucking up. And it's good, man. I honestly like. I feel better. Like when I was walking from three points here, I was crossing the street and I was like, I'm not tired. Yeah. I worked nine hours. Uh, I didn't really have dinner. I came home and had some nuts and some jerky, and then I went there, did that, did the show, came back here and, and like started packing and I was just like, I'm not tired. I yeah. feel alert. I feel good. I feel energized. There wasn't a point where like there was a stretch where I would just look at you and be like, I'm exhausted. Yeah. I mean most of like, the time with how hard you work and all everything that you do. Yeah. And then plus on top of it not being in like good physical condition or whatever. Right. Yeah, man. I no shit, you were tired all the time. Yeah. But I mean not even to just suck your dick too much, but like Oh, please don't your skin's clearer. <laughs> it is. You look better. Like you mm. are it's a hacky term, but like you got a little glow to you. Yeah. You got a little pep in your step. Thank you. No, for sure. Well, it's, it's noticeable. When you put grease in, grease comes out of you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you shine yeah. a little bit. I don't have diarrhea anymore, <laughs> me. I don't just go in there and look like I'm dumping out a bag of chili. <laughs> I got a mid-vape Caught me mid-vape pull, bro Oh, Also, <coughs> also I have decided <laughs> I have decided This is no longer my vape This is my adult binky Yeah, oh, I like that That's so what it is It's a fucking pacifier It is, because I dude, Calms I, you down Yeah, you know how babies scream When they don't have it Then you put it in their mouth They immediately stop Yeah I was in bed And I was like Oh my god, where'd I put my vape? Where's my vape? Oh my god I woke up, Alicia I was like, where's my vape? She's like, it's probably in here I'm like, I gotta have it Where is it? Then I grabbed it off the floor I found it And put it in my mouth And then immediately Silence And I was like Oh right. shit, I'm teething Yeah oh, oh, that's funny That's a bit Thanks. I, I didn't mean to run it by you, but I no, no, it it's out. a total bit. Okay. No, yeah, no, it's good. No, d- yeah, that reveal when you take a big deep inhale and then you're quiet and you're like, oh wait a minute, I just got my binky. I just got my binky. Yeah, no, that's funny. Oh wait, I'm teething. Yeah. Oh wait, I'm teething is a good line. Yeah. No. Fuck yeah, baby. We're but out yeah, here doing it. We're good. I feel good, and I'm. I hope there's a scale in our hotel, one of the rooms, so I can see what I'm doing. Yeah, for sure. And it's hard to eat well on the road, especially when you go up north. I have a cheat day. Yeah, give yourself a cheat day. And I think it might be. It depends on where what is offered. Because f- tomorrow, I uh, we are opening. We are the act for an entire city's Winterfest. So I can't wait to be kicked out of a city. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, that guy, get in the car. Yeah, you can't even be here anymore, no, dude. No, you need to go. What's he, the name of the city? Phillips, Wisconsin. Phillips. Ten hours and three minutes. God dang. Yeah. That's a haul, baby. Yeah. Straight up north. North. North, north. Do you know if you're going to be driving in any weather or anything? 
Um, pro. I mean, it's Wisconsin in January. Yeah. But then climate change. So I don't yeah. know. It could be ninety degrees. Yeah. Who fucking knows? Who knows? Exactly. You can go water skiing. It's probably gonna be snowing. Yeah. I should look right now so I can um, well, panic there, about it all night. Well, I was just on the road and I tried to, you know, because like I said, and it's so difficult to eat well on the road. It's hard. You, you go out there, a lot of fast food, a lot of drive throughs a lot of gas station meals. Yeah. So I got like really conscious of it. Yeah. And packed up a big bag of road snacks and I just ate nothing but like fruit and s- seeds and nuts. Yeah. For like five days. And boy, oh boy, I, the floodgates opened. You want oh, to talk about a pushing. bag of chili? My God. Oh, yeah? You got a forecast going on? Oh, it's snowing, snowing, snowing. Oh, well, today it's 70% chance of snow, like right, like Thursday. Now, t- today, Friday, 70% chance of light snow. But that's Wisconsin. What's light snow? Yeah, exactly. A foot? Yeah, that's so true. Who knows? Sorry, but yeah, when you eat that stuff, it clears you out. Yeah, dude, it fucking, yeah, no doubt. You're kind of on the tail end of it right now. You're just now reaching an equilibrium. Dude, I never, I, I actually, since I was eating so poorly, yeah. and I just had Daria, yeah. uh, eating this stuff has just clumped me together. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. And it's like. You're like a one shit a day guy yeah. now. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm still two, but it's like, oh, this is a hearty. I had one. That was so long, it spiraled in the toilet. <laughs> I was like, do I pull this out? To Iceberged like, out. D- dude, I was like, do I pull this out to use it to open my wine? <laughs> Gotta take a picture, dude. Dude, I all right, I'll start taking pictures and send them to the boys. Please. They're, I need to know what healthy Billy Poops look like. It's insane. I had, well, I had Daria after Monday because I drank a lot of claws. And- Daria. Yeah. <laughs> That's the third time I said that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Jesus Christ! All right, Bill. Well, I'm gonna pass you a hard freestyle because I'm about to pop with Pete. But if you want to start riffing on the Reds or whatever for like sure. 30 seconds, you think yeah, you got I, it? I think I got it. Nasty boys, do you trust Bill? No. <laughs> yeah, they do. I'll be right back. All right, go Pete. Um, so one of the things that happened was Ozuna signed with the Braves for one year, 18 million dollars. Reports also came out saying that the Reds offered him multiple-year offers. I think for him, the best move was what he did. He signed a one-year deal with a contender that could possibly— I mean, the Braves are already set to make the playoffs and continue their dominance of the— well, not really dominance of the NL East, but more of um, you can almost shoo them in for the division or a wild-card spot. There is no difference, but they will be in the postseason. And Ozuna wanted to be a part of that and continue knowing that I'm going to a place that is for sure going to be winning. Um, And kind of have a bounce back year. A lot of people said he was the most unlucky hitter in baseball. Well, guess what? This gives him the opportunity to prove that he was unlucky. I mean, at Troost Park this year, uh, formerly known as Sunfield Park SunTrust. SunTrust Park, um, a little bit more hitter-friendly than the doldrums that are Bush Stadium, Bush Field. Who gives a shit? Because fuck the Cardinals. Um, but this gives him an opportunity to be one year, $18 million, go out and prove it, just like Jizz Money Grundle. And if he can honestly pull it off, then he will have larger contract offers 
the next season or let alone the opportunity to stay in Atlanta and stay with a young team that's going to continue to grow. Uh, what do you think? I think you just fucking murdered that. <laughs> in the middle of that, where you just like look laughing to yourself like, I'm full of shit. I'm crushing right now. No, I just have been thinking about that it. That was really well played, man. Thank you. No, that was really well played. When you say uh, you heard that the Reds offered Ozuna multiple years, do you think that... I like your rationale as to why you said he went to Atlanta. Yeah. Just, just, just like, uh, you know... Uh, Rumors just speculating here. Do you think that we offered him multiple years, but a lesser figure than that eighteen he got? I th- yeah, probably. Like, did we give him like what, like 15. four years? Yeah, fifteen a year, like four years, sixty. Yeah, and he just balked. Yeah, and he's like, "Fuck you! I'm gonna go sign this eighteen, one eighteen, and then go and be like, I'm gonna be a hundred million dollar player." Yeah, for sure. And I'm gonna he, go and, do and that. he definitely could be. I think so. He has the potential. Like, and and you know, since the beginning. The only reason it stung a little bit is just because, you know, the Reds were greedy and we want us to go and we want we want another big move. But we've been especially you been beating the drums since the beginning of the offseason. We didn't really want Ozuna. We know who I want. We yeah, we want Castellanos, baby. And guess what? He's in talks with the Reds yeah. and Rangers. Yeah. We are both in the I think we are in a better situation than the Rangers. The only different the 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 differences between us, the Rangers are in a tough division with the A's playing very good baseball yeah, the past they couple got, years. Yeah, they got Trout. And the Angels with bringing in Rendon. Yeah, God, and, that team is filled. And Otani will pitch this year, yeah. which also helps serve one of their big needs. Yeah. On top of, you still have the Astros there. I understand they fired their manager, and we'll see what happens if there was vibrating band-aids or buzzers, and if they're caught, they got caught red-handed, and they suck this year. I still don't think so. Yeah. But if there is a drop-off, it's still not much because your one-two punch is Furlander Grinky. Yeah. With still a good ass bullpen. Yeah, for sure. I mean, they won like. Over 100 games the last three seasons. Yeah, they're still if good. If you take 10 wins away from their season, they win yeah. the AL West by 15 instead now, of 25. I'm not shitting on the Rangers. I honestly like their club. I don't think that they're a playoff contender. And even if you add Castellanos, they're not a playoff contender. Did you see they t- they signed the Todd father? Yeah, I did. He's a third. That's a good little piece. That's what, Dude, they needed a third baseman. They signed. They traded Ash Dribble Cabrera. <laughs> and he re-signed with the Nats. So they filled third because they were looking for Rendon. They wanted him bad. The Rangers need to win immediately because they're in a brand-new ballpark, which looks gorgeous. It's so crazy. It feels like the ballpark at Arlington was, like, one of the first new hot stadiums, and that was within our lifetime, and now they've already got a new one. Was that, like, 96? Yeah. I went. I was there in 98. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Did you see A-Rod? Or was that... That was after. I saw Pudge. That's cool. I I love Yvonne Rodriguez was one of my faves. Um, And then uh, Juan Gonzalez. Hell yeah. Right? Am I thinking of the right guy? Played right field. Yeah. Rafael Palmero. Very nice. first. Andre Scalaraga. Was that too late? Or was he he in the National League? He was a Rocky. He was a Rocky by then. Yeah. So, dude. So, it was a cool park, but it was big. And if if you're in Arlington... It's hot. Oh yeah. So now they got a roof. Good so they for them. Can, they need and, it. And the and the ball will still fly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's, the air is just 
shooting, shooting, cutting baby. through it, baby. So, I mean, they needed to they need to make a move. Castellanos doesn't make them a eighty eight win team, but I mean, having Joey Gallo back for a full year could. I don't know. With Mike Miner and Lance Lynn, will they be able to repeat what they did last year? Well, it's exciting, though. Doubtful. If, if Castellanos sweepstakes is down to Texas and the Reds, to echo what you're saying, I think the Reds have the bump in that department. I do, too. And I think it. I think he will go with the Reds, and then I think it means that either Winker or Senzel are gone, and we trade for a shortstop. I think that's the other domino that has to and fall. Then the, and then the shortstop would be... Lindor or Seager. Seager or in some parallel universe, a story or something like well, that. I would hate that, but Yo, yeah. what's going on with Arenado? He's pissed. Yeah, he, he is so unhappy out there. Is it just because Colorado has gone out and done... Zilch, not this a nothing this offseason. Right, but then if you think about it, they made the playoffs like two out of the last three years. I know. They've been a pretty good team. And But the thing is, you have fickle pitching in that ballpark. Yeah. You're playing in the goddamn mountains. Yeah. But it ain't easy. Man, it's amazing that they've ever had a good pitcher that they didn't draft. Who's going to sign there? What pitcher, free agent, is going to go and sign up to throw baseballs where the air is paper thin? People have the same argument at Great American Ballpark. Yeah. Why would a pitcher come here and pitch in a matchbox? Once it gets hot and humid in here, down in Cincy, those, ball, those balls fly. Fly. And it's tiny, tiny, tiny ballpark. So it's the same. It's, it's the like difference. 328 down the left field line, and there's really not even that high of a fence. No, it really isn't. Like, I, not high enough to justify 328. I'm saying we get in the cages for a month. Oh, I'm going yard. Right. Oh, we I both could, yeah, did we, it. Yeah, we could dink one out of here. Yeah, you give me a metal bat, I'd dink one out. For sure. So, I, I, but the difference is the elevation, of course, right? They put the balls in the humidor. I don't know how much of a difference that makes. It makes a little bit, but not enough to be like that Garrett Cole would sign there. No, ever. Or, yeah, or whoever. The, I mean, who was the last big free agent signing they had? It was... Um, What's his dick from the Mets? Who, Arm? Arm, yeah. They signed a, a top-tier pitcher one in, like, early 2000s and just got destroyed. Oh, was it, uh... Goatee, because it was the 90s. Uh, Mike Hampton? Yes. And he hit dingers, too. Yeah, he did. He was a little left-handed bat who stroked. Yeah, Mike he did. Mike Hampton. He weighed a little goatee. Yeah, he I did. remember Mike Hampton, a little left-handed arm, short guy. Yeah, also pitched for the Astros. Yeah. He didn't pitch for the Mets. I wonder who I was thinking of. I think he did. He did? Okay. Yeah, no, he did. You're right. Okay. But, so, Arenado came out and he was like, this blah, 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 blah disrespected. He, saw, he walked those words back. Mm. Which I think he had to because that would hurt his trade value. If you've got a guy coming out Being saying, disgruntled. Fuck you. Fuck this team. I want to yeah. get traded to another fucking team. You yeah. Of shit. Yeah, that makes... Yeah. And then it's like, okay, well, you have a 2021 opt-out. So he probably came out and his statement probably had the word respect in it. Right. I got a lot of respect for the organization. I was hot. I want to win. Blah, blah, blah. Whatever. Right. So I think that he... There's still potential for him to be traded. Uh, I would love to see the Cardinals do it. I mean, Why? I would love to see him do it because one, they get rid of a ton of prospects. They would, including Dakota Hudson, and his road home splits oh, aren't yeah. killer. Just to see, yeah, but I mean, the Redlegs want to win in twenty twenty. You don't want Goldschmidt Arnado on the corners in the Central. Well, look what happened at the beginning of last year. They didn't get off to good starts, and it took them a while to figure it out. And I think. 
Goldschmidt, another year older, will yeah. continue to lose power. Yeah. It's a bad contract. For as in the of sense of the years, and that he will his skills will only decrease. Like halfway through his contract, right. they'll be depleted. Maybe even this year it won't yeah. be as great. You saw a dip from last year to the, from two years to last year. Yeah, you know, playing from the thin dry air in Arizona to here. Who knows? So right, but then they give up a ton of prospects, and it hurts what they could be doing in the future. But then again, it's still the goddamn Cardinals, and they'll pull fucking some double-A guy out, out of their asshole, and he'll be dynamite. And he'll hit 25 home runs in right. the last four months. Right. But then it's like, what do they do with Carpenter? He's got two years, 40 left on his contract. Yeah. And God, they paid him. Awful. God, they paid him. Right. You would after those years. Yeah. He was dynamite. So, yeah. But Who overall, knows? I think that that would be the move for us. Like, just thinking, like, if you can get a better shortstop, a premier shortstop, yeah. and then sign Castellanos and platoon around Akiyama, or say Senzel slash Winker are gone, and platoon those guys yeah. who's left, who are left. If we get in a deal with Dod- the Dodgers to try to land Seager, it's, I don't think Senzel has to be a part of that package, or does he? Because Seager's young. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if they asked for him. And he's got him. two years left on his deal. Um, I, I don't want it to take Senzel. No, I wouldn't like I'm to not give trading Senzel. Senzel for, for Lindor, and that's it. That's it. If I'm trading for Seager, I'm giving you Jose Siri. Yeah. You know, who was listed as the eighth best third base prospect in baseball. Nothing to scoff at. No, I'm giving you that. Um, I don't know. I was also thinking about this on the walk over. I mean, they need a they need a solution at third base, or second base, because that would be because Turner's in a walk year. Yeah. So, which means you could put Senzi at third, or in the meantime, put Senzi at second, have Turner play third, or you know, there's a lot of solutions yeah. to their problems that Senzel would have because he has that Swiss Army knife that Danny talked about he in most of the teams with Chris Taylor. Max Muncy, Jacques Peterson, Court, uh, Bellinger. Bellinger can play center, right, first, first base. First, whatever. All of them play different positions, and Senzel gives you more options and your more, more cards in your deck because you can play second, third, center, left, right. Okay, so let's say we get Seager as our shortstop. We go in, get in bed with the Dodgers. Who else do we get in that deal? Um... I mean, I'd be asking about Jacques Peterson. Yeah, a Jock or a Kiki or what? Kiki. Danny likes Kiki a lot. Yeah. He'd be a killer bench piece. Yeah. Because you can put Kiki anywhere. He's another one of those Swiss armies. Yeah. He's just a baseball player. Right. I'd ask for that. Or Chris Taylor. I like both those guys. Love Chris Taylor. Any guy that wears high socks. Yeah, love Chris Taylor. Oh, put him up to your knees, baby. I'm Dude, into it. I want him at your fucking chin. I'm into it. Be a sockman. Hell yeah. Mm. So who knows where the wind will blow us? Um, right. Who knows? But by next week, we could be talking about Castellanos in a Reds jersey. That would be very exciting. I would buy that jersey. Because if Castellanos is in a Reds jersey, like you said, another piece has got to fall. Because yep. you can't go Castellanos, Sinzel, Winker, Aquino, Akiyama in your outfield. No. That's insanity. You're forgetting Irvin. And Philip Irvin. And the Rule 5 draft guy. That's crazy. And Travis Janowski. It is a real crowd in there. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be wild in spring training, man. I know. There are going to be guys down there who, you know, teammates, 
real, real competition, man. And that's yep. what you want, dude. No, I'm happy for n- it. No playoff team runs in with their best nine players, and that's who's going to start off. People, but, Competition is good. You just can't have one shortstop on your bench. Yeah. You, you can't. You physically can't. And I think they know it's an issue that needs to be addressed, and they will continue. And I think something has to happen because they choked on signing relievers. Yeah. And they let a lot of free agents slip through their fingers. Yeah. To no fault of their own. We don't know what happened. They in just those get rooms. signed. They just get signed. Other teams make a play, yeah. Yeah. You know. It was just such a bummer we didn't sign Garrett Cole, you know? Yeah. All right. <laughs> no Garrett Cole, no Rendon. What a loss. What a bummer. Man, it's weird, like the more and more we talk about a hypothetical improvement at shortstop, the better I like Freddie Galvis. Just as like yeah. him as a backup, he's is like the best. Ba- he's like the best backup shortstop in the league. Yes, easily. Yes, yes. So, yeah, you bring in somebody, and you don't need Freddie to be your every day because I don't know. He physically can't. Right. You know, he physically can't. Like you said, mm-hmm. man, you can't have you can't have one or two on the roster. You got to right. have more. It's an it's just a position where people break down. Right. Are you going to put fucking Van Meter at short? Yeah, well, I mean, you could. That's a luxury that we have, but yeah. you don't want him there. And you don't want to say you don't move Senzel. You don't want to put the guy that's been your number one prospect for a while, who's been the guy that we've all been waiting for, and with the injury history that Senzel already has. Throw him at shortstop Come on. to the dogs. No. Nah, not a good move. Not doing that either. And you're not moving Gino to short? He's a little chunky. He's ba- he's he's uh, cultivated mass. The ro- to quote, it's always sunny. The, the ripple effect of signings and everything. It's so fascinating to think about a front office thinking about these moves, because as soon as we signed Moose as our first piece, we were all shocked. No one had heard anything. That that was completely shocked, completely out of the blue. And then also, you sign him to that deal. It handcuffs us a little bit because I mean. That's your second baseman for four years. Now you take Sinzel's at second base completely out of the equation. Yep. You either ride and die with him in center field, or you do what we were just talking about, and you put your fucking premier guy at shortstop with a week, you know, with a history of injury, and that's just a lot of pressure, and it's a weird, you know, center field to shortstop. Weird. All this stuff. So when we signed Moose, I was just like, damn. It, it it just the ripple effect of that is interesting. Yes, agreed. You know, like there's just so many pieces. When we signed him, they knew that they made. When we signed Mustakis, they made a decision about Sinzel. Yeah, and that decision was either he's our center fielder. Yep, or we can shop this kid and we're gonna go and make a big splash. Yep. So yeah, it's just where it just definitely raises an eyebrow, and here we are. We're sitting here in the middle of fucking January, waiting. just fucking chomping at the bit, waiting, wondering, speculating. Yeah, lucky it's, position to be. We could be a fucking Colorado fan. Yeah, we could be a Rockies fan. Yeah, sitting there, they're so stagnant that their best player in the history of their fucking team. Yeah. Maybe not. Larry Walker, by the way, Larry Walker. Dude, Larry How Walker the killer is this? Larry Walker wore a goddamn SpongeBob SquarePants either racing shirt or fishing it's shirt. It's a racing shirt, dude. It's so great. It is wild. Larry Walker in the hall is right. I was thinking about calling this episode, uh, Who Lives in a Hall of Fame Under the Sea? Oh, that's... Larry Walker. I fucking, of course, like that a lot. Yeah. 
It's pretty perfect. People will be like, what the fuck? I'll be like, look at his shirt. So Larry Walker got in. Uh, so glad he got in. Me too. I am also, look, I, I'm a Yankees fan. That's my number two. Sorry, guys. You can hate me now from now on. I am mad at you. They're my number two. I've got a Derek Jeter t-shirt I bought in New York City in my dresser drawer that I have had since I was a senior in high school. So you could, like, wear it as a pair of socks now. No, it's an actual... Oh, it still rocks? Right on. Still, okay, cool. I still rock it. Yeah, you, you'll be... A, yeah, there you go. You got it. Yeah. I still wear it on from time to time. I am so glad he did not get in 100%. I am... On what glad. grounds? My grounds are Mariano Rivera was incredibly dominant. Mm-hmm. Derek Jeter shined in the postseason, had a stellar postseason yeah. record, led the Yankees in hits, and to me, defensively, he he had his moments in the postseason. Yeah, but never was he a master like Barry yeah. Larkin. Was he never a master like Ozzie Smith? Yeah, or a wizard like Cal Ripken? There were there was never a defining moment. Like, like, there's never been a like. There's the crazy highlight of him going into the stands. Yeah, of course. That is just and the it, play against the Oakland Athletics where he cuts the, off the the toss. The, the toss, yeah. That is those are amazing, but day in and day out, like, I don't know. He even lost some steps near the end, like those past the last like five years. Not great defensively. Well, I mean, he wasn't so I'm a not, generational talent. No, he was never a guy where I was like, he's the best shortstop. I'm taking him every day. Yeah, A-Rod should have been playing short New York, and they should have moved Jeter like third. Yeah. But whatever. A-Rod bulked up illegally um, <laughs> yeah. and played third. So I just, I don't know. I'm Griffey should have been 100%. Maddox should have been 100%. There's a lot Rivera of other people. should have been 100%. 100%. There are people no, no, that you right. are like, they are, there are moments where you're like, they were the best at their uh, position. And uh, that was gross. I just pulled belly button lint. And here's the thing, that doesn't smell anymore since I've been losing weight. I do it all the time, baby. Don't worry about it. It used to stink. I used to make people gag. But now, oh my God. Nothing. Oh, yeah, you almost made Kyle Jeffers throw up one time. Yeah, That was great. I remember that. Back on track. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so I just, I, I'm, I'm kind of glad that one person was like, you know what, I'm going to give my vote to somebody else who needs it. I know it's an old school mentality and, like, no one should be 100%, but come on. I'm, I just don't want that thing to happen and kind of ruin the 100%. I like... There was no doubt in my mind that Mariano Rivera is... The best regular season and postseason closer we have ever seen, and we will never see that type of dominance again. Probably not. Never. Probably not. We will never see another Ken Griffey Jr. Yeah. We will never see that. Yeah. You know. Very we, likely, man. We'll see another Babe Ruth. We saw it happen with Adam Dunn. His just wasn't as long, and if Babe Ruth would have played against black people and Latino people, he wouldn't have done what he did. Guaranteed not. So that's... I smoked cigs and ate hot dogs before every game. Right. Guy passed out from gout. In his Dude, here's – I'm just fascinated because I, I saw something on Twitter I sent into the, the media group mm-hmm. uh, of the ballot. Some of the names on the ballot are exciting. Adam Dunn's on the ballot. He got one vote. He got one vote. That person's a hero. Yeah, Adam Dunn's – Adam Dunn, keep him on the ballot at least. 
Uh, I don't think you got enough votes to get it. Oh, yeah, you got to get, what, 10% or something? Yeah, to stay on. Well, that sucks because, I mean, that guy, just from the sheer baseball facts alone, I think we've done him on the pod in the past before, but it's something crazy like... The Dorktown thing. Like 60% of his at-bats ended in a home run or a strikeout or something insane. It was, the, it was 60% of at-bats ended in a home run, a strikeout, or a walk. Yeah, which is just The so three true outcomes. Impressive. Yeah. Um, Scott Rowland is on the ballot. Yeah, he got... Um, he got some votes. It's like 60%. Paul, yeah, Paul Canerco. Not a Hall of Famer. No, of course not. Here's something that, that wigged me out. Sean Figgins. Right, and this is his ballot. first year. It was his first year. You know what? I looked up Sean Figgins because I was like, why the fuck is he on the ballot for the Hall of Fame? You know what his... War was over a thirteen-year career. No, twenty-three. That's not great. Twenty-three though. It's not bad. No, it's okay. It ain't Hall of Fame, but, but it's the only longevity. thing. It's the only thing I could. Yeah, it's the only thing I could point at that would make like why is he on the ballot? Right. But Cliff Lee, that makes me feel old. Cliff Lee, I think, will be someone who fifteen could, years from now. Well, they only have ten years, so I think like he'll be a nine. <coughs> Eighth or ninth ballot guy. You know what name made me really happy to see on it? You'll love this name, Blast from the Past. Raphael Fercal. Oh, yeah. I think Raphael that was his was first great. year, too. Josh Beckett. Not a Hall of Famer. Sheffield. I think that was Put him his in the hall. last year. Steroids. So that's oh, yeah, that's right. He was like... Steroids on the list. You got Barry Bonds. Bonds got up Roger to... Roger Clemens. Bonds, they were, Bonds and Clemens were like high 60, low 70s. Giambi, Sheffield, Ramir, Manny Ramirez. I think that Manny, over time, will get in. He should. He was so important to baseball. Yeah, he was a goober. So important to baseball. Uh, Omar Vizquel. He should be in the Hall of Fame. Yes, No one right? won that many gold gloves ever. Absolute Hall of Famer. That that surprised me as well. 15 gold gloves at shortstop? Like, almost consecutively, too. He was a... He's up there with Ozzie Smith now, for all time. I I understand that you would lose a little bit of with the bat. I would take Omar over Jeter. If I'm making a team of, of that era, the sure glove of Omar at short. Yeah. 100%. I, would, I, could, I could not argue... Super hard against you. No. Other than like the untangibles that Jeter has. What, having herpes? Yeah, having herpes, being the biggest dick slinger in the biggest city in the country. Sure. But then also, you know, he's the fucking captain. Yeah, I get it. He's Jeter. There's there's a bit of an allure to Derek Jeter. But I mean, some of the names defensively are just cool. Carlos Pena, Brad Penny. Yeah. Pettit. Not getting in. uh, JJ Putz. I'm sorry, what? Billy Wagner? Let him in. Let him in. Let him in. I wonder what he was at. I don't know. Brian Roberts was surprising to see. Yeah, I think that was his first year, too. Sammy Sosa? Raul Abanez? That was his first first year. He's He had some interviews for a manager job. Oh, yeah, for sure. Raul Abanez. I think he'd be a great manager. I'm sure he would. Especially now, with uh, all the managers getting fired for being cheaty, cheaty butt butts. If you were to go place a prop bet on mybookie.ag on who the next manager of the Houston Astros will be, who do you got? Dusty. 
dude. I bet you they hire Dusty Baker, dude. I bet you they do. Because I they bet need... you they do. They need a likable, affable, all shucks motherfucker. Yep. They need somebody who's going to wear wristbands and the... chew on his toothpick and be like, we're just playing baseball because yep. we're down home good old folks. Well, not only that, because that is so fucking perfect. Yeah. But it's more of the fact that he is a player's manager. Yeah. And the results he had in Washington, good teams. Yeah. You know, but it just didn't end up working out. He'll get you to the playoffs. Yeah, for sure. You know, he's the Marvin Lewis of manager. For sure. He'll get you to the playoffs. Does, does, Are you going to win? No. I don't know. No, but does he do most things right, and do people like playing for him? Yes. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah, Dusty Bay, yeah. And I see Jim Crane seeing him and being like, yup, that's my guy. Dusty Baker's who you hire after a PR nightmare. Because he'll just come in and he's likable and he'll give you some clips and there he's very twitterable, you know. Yeah, he's a goob. He's yeah, great. he's a fucking goob. Yeah, he's such a goob. Yeah, <laughs> fucking it's perfect. Dusty Baker, stooped my friend's mom. Son. <laughs> was she blonde? Come on, you gotta fucking believe it. You're you, damn right on. she was. That boy likes a blonde hair. Yeah, he does. Um. So yeah. Uh, I think it's Dusty, too. I really do. That, I would love that. I'm so mad that our fucking thing didn't get any traction. Yeah, no, that was fucked up. That was a great meme. Thank you. It was very funny. Made me laugh. Made me laugh really hard. Yeah. Do you see our boy Sammy LeCure on Twitter? Coming out about the Astros? No, no. well, he went after the Astros, but then he also came out and he was like, you know, with all these openings and yada yada got a job and Dusty got a job, maybe yeah. I should throw my ring into the hat. I should be a coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I fucking liked it and texted him and was like, dude... Do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, fucking do the hell. What did he say back to you? Oh, he just ha 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 it and was like, man, maybe. Oh, that'd be tight. Yeah, it'd be awesome. He's living a good life, though, right now. Speaking of good lives, dude, I cannot wait to get him on the fucking show I know. this summer, baby. He's 100% down. Man, we have some really good times ahead of us in the new Nasty Boy community. Mm. I'm so happy you guys are here for it. It's awesome, and we'll just keep speculating until something happens again. That's all we can do. It's inevitable. This was a real personal, heavy uh, uh, episode. We talked about a lot of comedy going on the road, this, that, and the other. Yeah. You guys, if you're tuning in in the offseason, you clearly like me and Bill. Yeah, we like you a lot. Yeah, and we like you too, dude. Let's uh, let's round third and head for home. Look, last week I need to apologize for fucking up everything. You weren't here, so I was so out of rhythm. Yeah, it was pretty rough. (laughs) It was so bad. I gave up on reads. I said round home and head for third. Yeah, I heard it. I'm I. Sh- it was a good episode though, man. Yeah, Kyle Danny, and Danny ripped. Doesn't Kyle rule? Yeah, Kyle's pretty dope. And then obviously the professor Danny Sams. Oh, God, I love back that on the thread. road. Yeah, pitching fucking thrice. Have fun out there, thrice boy. So what do you got? Uh, let's see here coming up. Uh, I'm at Go Bananas this weekend, all weekend hosting for Gabe Kia. He is recording a comedy album. It is going to be so good. Please come out to those shows. There's two tomorrow on Friday, two on Saturday, one on Sunday. On Monday, the 27th, it's The Hub, Forever and Always. Come out to The Hub. It is just the best. just a fucking beautiful open mic. It's so good. Uh, February 7th, uh, Friday, here locally, I will be at Lola's Cafe. Oh, yeah, you're doing, doing a Bridget show. show. Yeah, I'm doing a big old gay show. And um, let's see, I believe it's the 19th, February 19th, I'll be up in Columbus doing a show, and uh, the Valentine's Day weekend, that Thursday, 
Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I'll be doing some spots up at Go Bananas for Sam Talent. Nice. Uh, follow me on Instagram, at Leon Kimbrell. Let's be that. friends forever. Uh, find me through the Nasty Boy Instagram. That's and right. I'll keep you posted for shows on that. Fuck yeah. This weekend I'm in Wisconsin. Uh, you heard that already. Yeah, baby. Um, and then uh, February 1st, I am at the Versailles Winery. I'm headlining that show, doing a hot 45. And then the second, I am doing the Sunday show in Indy for... So if you want to want to watch the Super Bowl, come to do that show. Um, and then February... Oh, farted. February 8th, I'm in Wyandotte, Ohio at a winery. And then February 21st, The Hub. Yeah, man. Neon Cat. Jay Hunter is supposed to be headlining from Detroit. Very funny gentleman. Um... And then uh, that 22nd, I will be in Cleveland celebrating Mardi Gras. And then the next weekend after that, I talked about it and I made the announcement last week. But listen to me. I will be featuring for the first time for a full weekend at Go Bananas, February 27th through March 1st. Yeah! I'm so pumped. It's going to be fucking awesome. And I got a lot of good dates in here to keep me all nice and loose. Lubed up and hot. Hot. Just keep staying hot. Keep running the hotness. And as always, every first and third Tuesday, come to Fireside Chats at Fireside Pizza. It's a fun open mic. It's been an absolute delight. Uh, last one was a little rough because there was a table who tried to talk over the people using the microphone, and I didn't say anything. Oh, that was rough. Well, I, you know why I didn't you say anything? You couldn't do anything about it. I couldn't. One, I couldn't do anything about it. Two, I let that be a learning experience for all those new yeah. comics to be like, hey, let's take wax at it, see if we can shut them up, and learn how to deal with the elements. I think that... Is, yeah. And that's how I explain it to other people. And they're like, yeah, I totally get it. So sometimes you got to do that. That's all you got to do, man. And it was so funny being in the room, watching these inexperienced open micers go up and like just kind of be too confrontational or not confrontational yeah. enough. And it's like, you know, dude, it's a, it's what open mics are for, man. You yep. learn, dude. You're learning. You learn. If you want to be mad and talk shit and not say anything to me, come up and I'll tell you why I did that. Yeah. Because I'll just say the exact same thing I've told other people. We out here doing it. Making better, making people better comics. You know what I'm saying? Ourselves and others. That's all you got to do. do, That is how you make a good comedy scene. God damn, this was a good podcast. I feel real good about it. Yeah, I feel real good about it. We were ginning, man. We feel. I missed you. I missed you too, baby. It's what we're doing. I needed you. We're back in the pocket, man. You're in it. Nasty forever. Nasty. All righty. Thanks for listening. And as always, Go Red Lake! Stay nasty, bitch. Bitch! We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And... Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing 
Broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. 